is 4D Fit with Dr. Caroline Blackley, a podcast for teachers looking to strengthen their productive learning environment. Join Caroline as she dives into the knowledge and skills used in the 4D framework. So last episode, I introduced you to the point in which to start. Most teachers will think it's about establishing expectations, as we talked about. But quite honestly, for me, the first step in any change is to lift your awareness. When I was overweight, and I know many of you get tired of me sharing this story, but when I was overweight, one of the first things I needed to create was an awareness that I was overweight. Now, my clothes told me I was overweight. Other people were very kind and let me know that I was overweight. Bastards. And quite honestly, what we create is an awareness of a situation that we are in. So the purpose of scanning is for you to create awareness of the situation that you are in. And it's not to find answers. It's not to create a plan. It is just to sit in the moment of being aware. Because when we have awareness, we can then create action. And when we create action, we have more intentionality in what we want the outcome to be. So let's go back to scanning. And today what I'd like to talk around is the research that sits and underpins the purpose of scanning. So in my research, what I found is a lot of teachers do what I call sneak a peek, as opposed to the 4D term of meerkat. When I say meerkat, what do you envisage? And I am hoping as you drive along that some of you are literally sitting up above your steering wheel and looking around the space, because that's what a meerkat does. So when we talk about four dimensions, we want to shift our own adult practice into actively looking around our space. And it comes back to that concept of, if you think about policing, when we know others are watching us, we are more likely to change our behavior. Now, not everybody, but a lot of people will. So if you see a speed camera down in front of you when you're driving along the highway, and even if you're doing the speed limit, you will check your behavior so that you don't get a ticket. Now, some morons are still going to go past at 110, 120, and they get the ticket. And believe me, I have got tickets previously. I am that moron. But what a lot of us will do is we want to resist breaking the rules. And even if we are already doing what we should, we check our behavior. So the purpose of meerkat-like behaviors is not just that you know what's happening in the classroom, but that students know that you are actively looking around the room. When we do our 4D classroom observations, we record both on the data set because we are recording the data to have a conversation with a teacher. But for the teachers that change their practice, for the teachers that have far less disruption in their classroom, what they provide evidence of in their teaching space is a very active participation on their behalf of letting students know that I'm looking around the space. It then tags onto, I'm available, I am responsive, I am aware, and that will change students' behavior. So is there a term for this phenomenon? Absolutely. It is called the Hawthorne effect. And it has been researched unbelievably in the past, way back to when people were put into factories to look at if productivity changed when someone just standing in a corner with a clipboard would pretend to be interested in what they were doing. Think of a time you might have been at the traffic lights and the person beside you has been picking their nose. Imagine that. Their behavior changes as soon as they think someone is watching them. Think of your own behavior. I am sure even just this week, There are things you have done differently as soon as you are aware someone is watching you. So what we're creating in lifting our awareness of scanning is we are creating a moment where we intentionally let students know that we are looking around the space. And you don't have to be ridiculous in this skill. You don't have to do it to an extent that you're getting whiplash in your neck. 
It is about instead of looking only from when you're situated at the back of the classroom, look around when you are at the front of the classroom, at the side of the classroom. Where do you position yourself when you talk to students so that you can just tilt your head up and you can scan across the rest of the space? Be aware of who you look for and how you use that scan. Because last week or last episode, we talked about the lifting awareness of who you look for in the scan. This week, I'm sharing the research with you on the value of that scan. When you look around your space with intentionality as a proactive action, not a reactive one to catch students, it will create far more opportunities for genuine and authentic interactions that will change your classroom environment. Think of the Hawthorne effect. Think of how we change what we do when others are watching and apply that to your classroom environment. Again, as we spoke of in the last pod, do it as you're walking through the supermarket. Do it as you're walking across the school grounds. The teachers that have far less disruption, not just in classrooms, but in the playground duty areas they maintain, are ones who walk with purpose, have intentionality, and students know they are actively looking around their space. When we talk peripheral vision, it's when students are working. Classroom scan is when we've asked students to come and bring their attention back to us. Both are moments where we get to choose our awareness of who we notice in our classroom. I am not saying we ignore the students who are doing the wrong thing. Absolutely have an awareness of those. But do you also maintain and are you highly and as aware of the students that are doing the right thing? Let's not forget those students in this conversation. And our last bit, take all of this on board. Practice again as you go forward this week. And here's the moment that makes a change for all students in your learning environment. Pay attention to the student who has been disruptive. And do you notice them when they are back doing the work that you have asked? Because in that moment, that golden moment, there's an opportunity to interact around the curriculum and the learning rather than having a behavior conversation with that student. Our children, our students in our classrooms that have a lot of disruption or are seeking attention often gain the most interaction from adults when they are being disruptive. So if my sole purpose is to gain attention and you're feeling that need, why would I change my behavior? Scanning your environment is the opportunity, the space between. It's about lifting your awareness this week on who you see. And this week we're going one better, how you use your peripheral vision and your classroom scan. Have a great week and we'll catch you on the next pod. If you enjoyed this episode of 4D Fit, please hit follow and leave a review. Visit carolineblackley.com for upcoming workshops or events and join our growing community of passionate educators.